BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This episode of the Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy Podcast is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Don't know about MyBookie? They are redefining the gaming scene for both sports betting and online casino games. Sign up at MyBookie.ag using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN to claim a deposit match up to $1,000. That is right, $1,000. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Monday morning. Max, you know where the Seahawks are? Um, on their way back to Seattle, I guess, with uh, uh, their first loss of the season. Um, we'll get into that today, but I, I need to touch upon something else. On this show, there have been some proclamations of a new godfather, a Moneyline Mafia godfather. And I would like to say that the true Godfather returned in great fashion. Mr. Sex Panther, how'd your money lines go yesterday? 2-0, baby, 2-0. He sounds he's, he sounds like he's chewing on something. Is, is he taking a, a playbook from our UFC guys and he's eating breakfast no, as he's doing the show? I'm freezing. I'm actually just freezing. <laughs> it's cold here. <laughs> Uh, no, um, yeah, two and zero. Oh. I I felt really good about that Pittsburgh game. I liked that game, believe it or not. But um, what the Niners did to the Patriots? Wow, did not see that one coming. What's going on, Richard? I have to say I was one and zero oh with the uh, money line, so I got to at least be Godfather light still. <laughs> I guess you're, 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 you're you're one of the, the the heads of the families, but I mean that's not Godfather performance there, Richie. Maybe, uh, well, considering I'm three and zero in the NFL on the year for it, I, I still think I got to hold my title. I mean, <laughs> he's not he's not quite uh, uh, DK Metcalf chasing down Beta Buda Baker right here yet. I'm not the gazelle, <laughs> and he's not the lion. Now, yeah, that was ridiculous. That was ridiculous, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that did remind me like a National Geographic. Like you watch on the on the TV and you see the the gazelle running from the lion at the last minute. He looks over his shoulder with the oh shit look on his face as the lion's about to grab him, and that's what that play reminded me completely of. Hilarious. So yeah, man, a lot of stuff happened yesterday, Max. Let's let's uh let's look back on this and, and reminisce. Let's do it. Let's do Max's NFL Week Seven touchdown. We're going to make six big points, and then I'll either go for one, or if I'm feeling it, I'll go for two extra points. Point number one, there's always that fine line between fantasy football and the implications of decisions on the field. For fantasy owners, I must say that Todd Gurley was 
very, very near and dear to their hearts. And they were like, sweet, a touchdown on the field, though. It probably cost the Falcons a game uh, if Gurley does not score that touchdown instead fall short like he was, I believe, attempting to do. Uh, Falcons can run out that clock, kick a field goal, probably call it a day. Instead, he scores the touchdown. Matthew Stafford marches down the field. Lions win. Point number one. Point number two, if you're Jerry Jones, what the hell do you do? I mean, the, the Cowboys just lost so badly to the Washington football collection. And they also lost QB Andy Dalton in, in, in for a concussion, probably for another week or so. Uh, so, I mean, what do you do? Do you trade for a quarterback? I mean, Ryan's, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think, would be great. You wouldn't give up much. Get a guy that's going to get you through the season. The East is terrible. You can win the East. Or do you just call it a season and tank? Uh, I just, I think you, you already have too many wins on the season to get Trevor Lawrence. You got two wins. That's that's probably one or two too many wins to get Trevor Lawrence uh, with the Jets in the mix there. So I, I don't know if you try to tank and, and get a top pick. Uh, I think, you know, you try to win the East, maybe. It's just their, their defense is so bad. I'm not sure even if they were trying to win games really, really hard, if they actually could. Point number three, I was on Twitter yesterday. To, uh, I was just completely shit-talking Baker Mayfield. It was great. And then, you know, as I was talking shit about him, uh, he hits uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones for a game-winning touchdown. <laughs> shuts, <laughs> shuts me the hell up. Uh, it's a win, right? A win is a win. But, I mean, Cleveland's got to be worried. They're 5-2, and two, but they do not look like a five-win five, five win team. Uh, OBJ now has a knee injury. Don't know how severe that is. Uh, I mean, lucky for them, they're going to hit an, an easy stretch of their schedule. So they should they should get a winning season. Like, I mean, they should get nine nine wins looking at the, the remaining schedule here. But they do not look like a team that should have five wins right now. A team that does look like they should be undefeated, and they are undefeated, is the Pittsburgh Steelers. They dominated the Titans um, until they didn't. <laughs> uh, Goskowski missed field goal, kind of sealed the deal for Big Ben and crew. Pittsburgh, uh, they remain undefeated. They're going to head to a big divisional game against the Ravens next week, so we'll see how real the Steelers are. Point number five, kind of was a tale of old and young quarterbacks yesterday. Pretty amazing. For the old crew, you look at Tom Brady, 369 yards, four touchdowns. Big Ben, 268, two touchdowns. Drew Brees, 287, two touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers, 283, and four touchdowns. Uh Pretty pretty good for a bunch of old farts. Uh, for the rookies, though, Joe Burrow, 406 yards, three TDs, and Justin Herbert was absolutely insane, 347 and three TDs. So uh, nice. It's a nice mixture of you know young quarterbacks coming. Uh, two rookies just look great. Um, point number six, the Jets led the Bills at the half. <laughs> and I was legit worried the Jets might win that game, but the Bills, they managed to win by eight, which is pretty much winning by one to most normal teams in the league. Like you, you say win by eight, it seems like a substantial amount, but against the jets, that might actually be a loss to most other teams. I think Buffalo has some problems and this could be Miami with Tua at quarterback that wins the AFC East. Now uh, here's my extra point. I really don't want to count out bill. I really don't, but could this be the end of the Patriots dynasty? Is this it? Is this, is this, the death knell for the Patriots dynasty. I, just another poor performance by Cam Newton. In general, bad overall offensive performance by the Patriots team. They just look like a team that lacks the overall talent to be competitive in this league. Uh, 
for me, it's bittersweet. I mean, I, I've hated the Patriots ever since they beat the Rams in the Super Bowl, but I've always respected Bill. I wanted him to get the better of that motherfucker Tom Brady, but it looks like Tom is having his last laugh. Uh, I'm going to go for two. Actually, I've decided to go for two. Oh. Let's, talk, let's talk about that Cardinals and Seahawks game. Oh, why not? Uh, I, I mentioned it on the Saturday show that the heroics of Russell Wilson cannot be the game plan that you go into a game with. And when he threw that interception and the heroics stopped, Kyler Murray stepped up and out Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson. So congrats to the Cardinals. I think that was a hell of a game. And it just goes to show you that the Seahawks do have a lot of flaws. And if they want to be a playoff team, especially in that really tough NFC West, even at their record, they got to fix some shit. So those are Max's eight points. Eight points. All right. Panther, do you have anything from your straight? Maybe, maybe a few things. Um, first, I'm going to tip the hat. Uh, you know, last week was the first week that Max brought his six points and uh, an extra point or go for two, what have you. And, and I'm sitting here going, this is fucking genius. So I'm going to tip the hat. Uh, to max i like what he's done and then i'm going to copy him um but since he goes first and we don't do any pre-show chit chat uh, i might touch on some of the same points uh point number one for me as he touched on joe burrow is doing everything he can to to just put this team on his back to try and win a game and the Bengals still can't find ways to finish games um and it comes down to defense i think right now joe burrow is probably going to coach say hey can i play defense like, what do I have to do to win a game? This Bengal team, they just get something close to an average defense. They're gonna be, they're gonna be respectable. They're gonna be a force. Uh, number two, that Steeler win over the Titans, it was actually a little bit more impressive when you consider the three turnovers. Um, ben would, had a bit of an off game, um, and then we're gonna factor in something that I'm gonna talk about in point number three. The Pittsburgh and Tampa defenses are legit when it comes to stopping the run. These two teams took on big boys and Derrick Henry and Josh Jacobs and passed with flying colors. Henry was held to 75 yards. And Josh Jacobs was held to 17 yards. So in, in a league where teams kind of don't play defense, the Steelers and the Bucks have two of the best. Fourth point, I'm not going to ignore this Chiefs defense. The Chiefs aren't even playing offense yet. All right. They're winning due to their defense. Mahomes only had 200 yards yesterday. The entire Chiefs offense had 286, and they still score over 40 points. There was a pick six in there, um, and then they held uh, the entire Bronco team um, out of the end zone. I mean, they, they pretty much shut them down. So I don't believe people are paying attention to how good this Chiefs defense really is. Sands that Raiders game. We're not going to hold that one over their head. Like the Bengals, the Chargers in great hands of quarterback. Herbert is the unquestioned leader of this team. Unlike the Bengals, Chargers actually have a defense. Held Jacksonville to 294 total yards. I'm not even sure how they got all their points um, because Minshew really wasn't that effective and they couldn't run either. So, um, yeah, the, the Chargers, that, that AFC West could be interesting. Uh, with the Chargers, if they can close that gap with the Chiefs. Uh, Max touched on it. The game of the year 
you know, in my opinion, I watched that game. The Seahawks snatched the loss out of the jaws of victory. Russ accounted for 460 total yards. Uh, both quarterbacks, Russ and Kyler Murray, were the leading rushers for their teams, for their respective teams. Um, but once again, it comes down to the Seahawks not having a defense. I mean, if you're going to score 34, 37 points every game, you got to win those games. This is, I get what they're doing with that offense, but they got to fix that defense. And I know we talked about um, that Buda Baker play, picking off Russ and then chased down by DK Metcalf. They clocked him at 22 miles per hour. I don't know how you're going to overtake that play of the year in my opinion the play of the year <laughs> um but that that was something to behold everybody talks about metcalf's beefiness and and i mean the dude is just chiseled specimen and then he can fly like that i didn't know he had wheels like that last point extra point karma i have talked so many times about karma but i took karma up the ass last night nobody offered me any loot i'm up in fantasy 52 points going into the evening game that aforementioned Seahawks Cardinals game. My opponent had one player, just just one player down 52 points. That one player was Tyler Lockett, who went for 53, and I lost by half a point because I was talking shit heading into that game. <laughs> so karma's real, kids, and I hate it. And I now hate Tyler Lockett. Rich? <laughs> Yeah, K-State keeps finding a way to fuck you over, Panther, every which way. I lean them. All right. Rich, what are your takeaways from yesterday? Well, I think my takeaways are that there's going to be some quarterbacks that are in need. And you look at Fitzpatrick, I think he's an unrestricted free agent. He's not going to be happy. He's probably going to leave Miami. So I would think Miami would consider trying to trade him to pick up a draft pick or something like that, the young team. So I doubt that they would trade him in division to the Patriots, especially if they think they can compete for the uh, division this year. Another one is Dwayne Haskins. He's going to go somewhere, right, because he's not welcome in Washington any longer. So I wouldn't be surprised if he gets traded. Um, the mustache, I know they were talking about possibly benching Gardner Minshew before the game. They are in competition maybe for that number one pick. That's if the Jets can figure out how to win a game or two without blowing it. And then uh, finally, I think that the one quarterback that doesn't seem to get enough credit is is, is Matthew Stafford. The, the guy just he, – he's had, what, like four or five coaches in the last five years, six years, constantly new schemes. His wide receiving core, Danny Amendola, Marvin Jones Jr., maybe they cracked the top 60 wide receivers in the NFL. And then Kenny Galladay. Um, of course, TJ Hawkinson, I think, is one of the better young tight ends in the league. But this guy, they run, they hand the ball off to aging Adrian Peterson over and over and over again. DeAndre Swift looks like he's turning into running back, but for some reason, Peterson's in the game. And then at the end, against the worst passing defense in the league, they finally decide to throw the ball. Go, here you go. You got 40 seconds, 80 yards, no timeouts. Go make this happen. And they score a touchdown. You know, before the season started, I advocated the, the Cowboys trade Dak straight up, maybe even with a draft pick for Stafford. If the Cowboys have Stafford, they're 5-1 and one right now, even with that shitty defense. Hmm. Well, you bring up the Cowboys. I ran some numbers. I like to play with numbers every now and then just casually. So I've developed what I call the McCarthy theorem. 
So based on their performance last or yesterday, I should say, based on my projections and the actual point spread, I've developed a new theory. So from now on, when I project the Cowboys out with their score, I have to subtract 35 and a half points. If the Cowboys <laughs> still cover, then I can bet the Cowboys safely. <laughs> That's the McCarthy theorem, boys and girls. That's a different level of McCarthyism than we're used to in this country. So, so from a betting standpoint, from Arch, they're not winning another game. Not <laughs> after minus 35. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc the start of a game and a half and a hook <laughs> the hook the hook's what i get you <laughs> They would beat the Jets thirty-five to nothing. That's what I don't think they would beat the Jets right about now. They got they went from having one of the so now they got the worst offense and the worst defense. I don't know how you win like that. So maybe they make a play for Fitzpatrick. Maybe they don't. I don't know. Is it like you said, uh, Max? They're kind of screwed. They they're not in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. There really isn't a solid number two quarterback in this draft. I don't think so. They're they're screwed. Man. Well, you don't need to be screwed because it's time for me to talk about my bookie. Whether you're new to online sports betting or a seasoned pro, my bookie strives to create the absolute best online betting experience for all of their customers. I'm telling you, my bookie is so easy to use. If, if you're watching a game and you want to live bet it, it's just a few clicks away on your computer or your phone. You deserve to bet with the best. So head over to mybookie.ag. Sign up now using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. You can claim a deposit match dollar for dollar 
all the way up to $1,000. It's a bonus designed to give you a little help and a head start to a winning season. That's promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN for you to, for you to claim your bonus when you need to make your deposit. Sign up today. Be ready for Monday Night Football. Help us keep the lights on around here. And now back to your regularly scheduled degeneracy. And I'm choking on coffee over here, guys. I see I'm that. Really, yeah. <laughs> you know, Max Max isn't just a used car salesman here. He really does have an account in my bookie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did. I was I was talking with uh with Arts last night. I was watching the uh, the Rays Dodgers game, and I, I I was wrong, but I felt like the Rays were going to make a comeback. So I saw it at plus three eighty. I live bet the Rays. Uh, it's really easy. Like I, I'm genuinely, guys. This is. I know a couple guys on our site uh, are using my bookie. Uh, Kyle swears by it. Yeah, K-Man so, loves it. K-Man loves it. So uh, his his endorsement means a lot to me, but it really is easy to use. Like for, for a lot of the neophytes out there, people that are, you know, probably going to a real bookie with a little notepad and the, the pencils and stuff like that. I'm not trying to take business away for those guys because those are hardworking uh, <laughs> people here in New Jersey. I don't want to take their jobs away from them. They need it in this economy. But I'm telling you. If, if you don't have one of those guys around with you, my bookie makes it so easy. There you go. Max doesn't want his neighbors to be mad at him. That's uh, the thing right there. Oh, that's, that's uh, yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I got to go to them, too. That's that's my problem is, is you go to my bookie and then I got to got to go to my bookie. Yeah, yeah, there you go. All right. Enough of this padding shit. We got stuff to bet on today. We've got the Chicago Bears or I should say, excuse me, the Chicago gimmicks going to the L.A. Rams. Uh, the gimmicks opened up plus five and a half. They're plus six now, Max. Ah, man. I mean, the Bears find themselves tied for first place in the NFC North, but with only a 12 point, a plus 12 point differential. They're a team with a lot of luck on their side. Uh, Rams, of course, coming off of that bad loss to the Niners. And they've kind of oscillated between looking like a very good team and just a mediocre team. And I think there's somewhere in between there. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much my summary of Jared Goff as well. I think he does play better at home. Historically, he has showed up on Monday night games. I do worry that this Bears defense is is going to put a lot of pressure on him. And the decisions that Goff makes while under pressure aren't always the best ones. I foresee at least one interception that could be costly for the Rams. Ultimately, I do think L.A. is going to win this game. I think they have to. I think in in the NFC West, you can't afford to lose games like this. And I do think LA wins this one. I don't think they can cover this one, though. So I'm going to lean the Bears. Of course, I can't bet the Bears. Can't can't bet against the Rams. But this was take the Rams out of this. And it's probably a bet on the Bears for me. Little homerism coming from the Maximus. Um, the Bears have questions. They have a lot of questions, um, but the questions I'm referring to are injuries. They have two of their offensive tackles are listed as questionable. Khalil Mack is listed as questionable. Cornerback um, and safety, uh, the safety Sharif McManus is out. Um, so they're they're pretty banged up on the defensive side of the ball. Um, Tyler Higby for the Rams, who's kind of been the go-to tight end for Goff, is also listed as questionable. So we'll see how those things play out leading up to game time. Um, I, I'm looking at this game going to magic numbers 24. Uh, the Bears just – they're so offensively challenged and they can't run the ball. So it, it's basically Nick Foles throwing the ball. It's, it's just going to be a lot of Nick Foles to Allen Robinson. Um, and, and they're going to have to score 24 points. That seems to be the magic number. Um, I think the first team to get to 24 is winning this game. I, I really tend to agree with Max here. I think the Rams do win this. 
but I'm not trusting them to cover. Something's going to give. The Rams are 2-0 and at home. The Bears are 3-0 and away. But I'm going to lean the Bears plus the points. What if neither gets to 24? I think that's probably the more likely scenario. We'll see. But when you look at the Bears, you're right. Uh, based upon expected wins, they're the second luckiest team in the NFL, actually tied for second luckiest team in the NFL with the Tennessee Titans. Only Seattle is based upon expected wins more lucky than either the Bears or the Titans. And No shit. Cough, really? cough, wow. cough, cough. Huh. <laughs> you could never imagine that one. Well, how about that? The Titans lost yesterday and, and so did Seattle. The Bears have, a, I think, what, the third worst offense in terms of yards per game in the NFL. So you look at these things and you say, I'm against the Bears. And then I turn and look and see that the Los Angeles Rams have played the second softest schedule to start the season. And they've only beaten the NFC East. And I think only the NFC East, they might find a way to lose to each other in the NFC East. So <laughs> I, I think that this is going to be a low scoring game. The last time the Bears played against the Los Angeles Rams was here in Chicago, cold, ugly, nasty game. But it was a cold, ugly, nasty game for Jared Goff. I, he might be in, the Bears might be in his head. I expect an ugly, nasty game again today. I think the Bears cover, but the Rams win. But I, I'm just going to lean the Bears. Hmm. It was, you know, before that shift, I was probably going to bet the Rams. Uh, but that shift from five and a half to six, uh, it got me into a little unknown territory. I'm going to lean well, the Rams here. The I- irony there is the money's coming in on Chicago. Yeah. And that line, line got better for them. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. No, but yeah, I do think the Rams can cover it. And six, I, I probably still should bet them, but I just can't quite just can't quite get over my own hesitation. So it's a lean for me on the Rams. I think they win by a touchdown. All right. The total in this one, open to 47. It's 44 and a half now. <laughs> well, it can't be a, a dumb push. Um... Yeah, thank fucking God. I hate that shit. It takes me so much work. Uh, I have this uh, barely going over. Uh, 46 is my number in this game. Uh, actually, I think uh, if I looked at my spreadsheet, uh, wh- when I was looking at the over-under yesterday, it was set at 45, and my spreadsheet said like 45 point something. You know, yeah. So I had to round up uh, to get over the, the dumb, stupid pushes. But yeah, I, I think this is a couple points on that over. Uh, I don't disagree with Rich, though. I, this, this is not going to be a pretty game. Like I, I know, again, Gar- you know, Jared Goff does tend to play better on Monday night football games, but the Rams are going to get to Nick Foles. The bears are going to get to Jared Goff. (laughs) I mean, it should be a nice defensive game. If you like, you know, as Arch puts it, mid-tier AFC defenses going after each other. Yeah. the, The Rams really, they have to win this and have to put on a show. I would think just to get away from, what Rich said. I mean, you're all, all four of your wins are against the NFC East. You, you really just can't get much love for that. Um, 44 and a half. I, I've all day before I even saw that line, I kind of had this at 24 to 20. So I, and I really don't trust the bears to get over that. So I'm, I'm going to leave me under here. I'm going to bet the under oh, okay. these two teams have played against each other. The last two years, they played in Los Angeles last year. The Rams won 17 to seven. The year before that, they played in Chicago. I mentioned that game. The Bears won 15-6. to six. They might not crest 20 points or 24. They might not combine for Panthers 24 together. I'm definitely going to bet the under. Yeah, I'm on the under here as well, just, just slightly. If this goes to 44 even, 
unfortunately, I'd have to go the over. So, I mean, I think they've got this nailed. I think they've got this almost perfect right now. So, but if it goes if it goes any lower, I would I would probably be inclined to take the over. I'm just shocked that it's dropping. I mean, like, there's so many people on the under right now. Why are they dropping it? Mm, boy, you know, I, I'm, I'm again. I'm not. I'm not going to be you know tinfoil hat guy here. But you, you had the number, and people were betting it at 46. Like people were betting it under at 46. So you decide to lower it. Ah, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, something's up. Put the tinfoil hat on. <laughs> it's always on, man. Like this is just my <laughs> default. <Yeah. laughs> oh boy. Okay. So that's it. That's, uh, that's all the football games. Max, do you have anything else you wanted to touch on? Nothing really, other than the fact is that you know we'll have a World Series game tomorrow. Today is the quote unquote travel day, so uh, no World Series game. Uh, I listen. I, I we didn't get a chance to talk about uh, Game Four of the World Series. Hell of an ending! Ooh. Amazing, amazing! It's just so much fun uh, to watch that one. Uh, I was on the right side of the Rays on that one. <laughs> that was actually my first my first bet at my bookie was was uh, on that Rays uh, Dodgers game. So oh, very good. I, I in my bookie and with, with, with a, a good win. Uh, but then, yeah, yesterday, you know, Dodgers came up with the win. Kershaw gets you know closer to his elusive World Series asterisk title, and uh, we'll talk more about it tomorrow. But that game four, probably one of the best baseball games I've seen in a while. No doubt. Panther, anything else you wanted to touch on? I saw the ending of that game. That was wild. Um, yeah, you know, we, we hang out on the app and the, the website. You guys got to get on there and, and see what we're talking because I post my fantasy lineup for uh, yesterday and Arch kind of got a giggle. And I kind of got a giggle when I did it. I, I took the potato skins defense. I had no idea it was going to pan out Hell so well. <laughs> pick. That, that, that actually might have been one of the best surprise picks uh in dfs and that worked out well um i would like to say that my christian kirk and kylo murray combo that i advocated for turned out pretty well yesterday too richard anything anything else just the fight from middle of saturday afternoon and khabib and and gaethje and how he just put that man to sleep made it look easy so he might have had dry mouth he might have been fighting scale (laughs) He, he and that, he just made it look too easy. He did. He really did. Khabib was just what a what a career. I mean, if that if he really is retired and not Conor McGregor retired. But, but speaking of which, I understand that his yeah. his father passed away. But as a dad, if I was in the other thing, and I can imagine his dad would tell him, "What are you talking about retiring? You fought your whole. You've done this your whole life. You you would." You honor my legacy, but I can't speak for his father. But yeah. his mother talked him out of it, and I th- I wonder what, to myself is why do all these women constantly try to talk their men out of playing sports? If you think about it, yeah. it's crazy. Tom Brady Gazelle wants him to quit. And he's like, I'm not. He's probably the only guy who didn't listen, and that's probably because he's Tom Brady. Yeah, no, it is. It's funny how that works out. All right, I could say more about that topic, but I won't. Max, that's it. All right, that is it. Support Degeneracy by buying our T-shirts, buying our hats. Listen, I, I technically guess that Rich is still the godfather. He owns a Moneyline Mafia sweatshirt. So until Mr. Sex Panther over here buys his own, I guess, uh, tip of the cap to Rich. He bought our merchandise, and so should you. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Go to the DGEN shop to order that. Make sure to download the DGEN's app. 
for Android or iOS. Let us know what you think about our picks or your picks, anyone's picks. You can listen to us on that app or on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod, Amazon Podcast, Google Pod, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Podsell, and iHeartRadio. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Rich Final Words. You know, you're, you're right about that sweatshirt, Max, that Moneyline Mafia. Every time I wear it, somebody says something to me about, hey, that's cool, or yeah, where did you get that? And you know what it does? It's a perfect opportunity for me to tell them about absolute degeneracy and why they should listen to the show. And then when I tell them I'm a handicapper, they look at me like, what are you from outer space? It's really the most funny look that you'll ever get. So as I always tell you, please let your friends know about us on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Snapchat, WhatsApp, however it is you communicate. Heck, do like DK Metcalf and chase somebody down in the street today, grab them from behind and let them know. You should listen to Absolute Degeneracy because friends won't let friends bet without us. Panther, it's the start of a new week, but it's time to take us home. I'm home today. Going to wrap up, hopefully wrap up getting that bathroom done. But, uh, yeah, um, I'm grateful that uh, Richie Rich is wearing the Moneyline Mafia that I created. So uh, the original creator of the Mafia, um, 2-0 2-0 and yesterday. Now we're going to we're just going to create a little spirited rivalry here, Rich. We're going to start doing some money line picks against each other. But uh, man, it's it's all on the app. It's all on the website. All the shit we talk, all the fun we have, all the bets we make. You guys got to get on there. Let us know what you did yesterday and what you're going to do tonight. And when it's all said and done, kids, let's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.